Hey everybody, welcome to I-80 Sports Halloween Special, College Football Edition. Let's get into it. So we got a little Halloween edition here. Halloween's coming up this weekend across all the I-80 Sports landscape. We got NBA, NHL, MLS. NFL, we're all doing a Halloween special, talking about some different guys we got here that fit our themes. Um, we'll just get right into it. We, once again, we want to thank everybody for joining us here at I-80 Sports. Again, I know some of us like to tune in for our picks. We like the insight we give. We're going to take a little different take here this week. We're going to be doing a Halloween special. Dave, what's going on tonight? How are you feeling? Pretty good. Um, I'm actually looking forward to the Thursday night game tonight. Um, I know we're, we're taping right now. The Packers and Cardinals actually should be a good game. But uh, let's get into college football. Yeah, we got a couple college games tonight too. Coastal Carolina's playing tonight, coming off that loss last week. But that's not what we're here for today. We're talking Halloween episode. So without further ado, let's get into that. We have the first thing we're going to talk about is Frankenstein's monster, superhuman in strength and speed. This mutant freak is a combination of skill sets. So I'm going to jump right into this one here. And I'm going to talk about my Frankenstein's monster, which is Kyle Hamilton, Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame. He's 6'4", 219. He has rare size for a safety. He was asked to cover quite a bit in the, future, in the past as well as now. He had four interceptions, 10 passes defended in 2019. He's picked up right from there. Um He's really going to be, in my opinion, I think he's going to be a top 10 pick. It's hard to imagine Hamilton going that high, but as a safety, he has excellent range, instinct, size, and impact. I think he's going to be a top 10 selection moving into the NFL draft here. That's 6'4", 219-pound safety Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame. That's my Frankenstein's monster. Rare size, rare speed, can cover all over the field. He's making plays all over the place. Um, that's Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame. Okay, so mine is um, Evan Neal. He's the left tackle at Alabama. This guy's a 6'7", 350, and he is just – even Nick Saban has called him freakish. He, he The flexibility that the scouts see is off the charts for a guy his size. He, he, can, he can withstand the bull rush because he's big enough, but he's also – with the flexibility and agility, he, even like the small um, – Smaller defensive ends, he just swat, he just swats away. He's he's going to be a really good left tackle on Sundays. And Nick Saban does nothing but rave about this guy. And for Nick Saban to rave about somebody, you must be must be doing something really good. Absolutely, got to give love to the big guys up front. Six seven, three hundred fifty pound tackle Evan Neal out of Alabama. That's Dave's Frankenstein's monster. So moving right along here, our next uh, segment we're going to get into. We're going to discuss the werewolf. So the werewolf is a deadly monster who only shows up once a month. So speaking about once a month, Dave, what do you got here for your werewolf? Well, I'm going with uh, Spencer Rattler from Oklahoma. Um, he was the preseason Heisman pick. And he, he definitely um, has the skills to be uh, the number one pick in the nation. I'm sorry, number one pick in the NFL draft um, next year. But uh, he's been inconsistent, and he's also shown uh, some um, times where he could be terrible, where is what was the reason why he's been benched in favor of Caleb Williams, uh, the, the true freshman. 
And uh, so that's what that's what it is. Spencer Rattler definitely has the ability where he could, uh, you know, be uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the game. But then there's games where he just looks ordinary, and that's so he's my werewolf. Absolutely, that's a great pick. Shows up once a month, maybe a little less than that. Moving forward here with, with the emergence of Caleb Williams. So my my werewolf here that shows up once a month is head coach Mac Brown out of North Carolina. UNC preseason was ranked top ten. I thought that might have been a little ex excessive. The Tar Heels should be better in year three under Brown, especially with a future NFL quarterback like Sam Howell, future first-round pick in my opinion. Um, there was an expected transition. They lost a lot of good skill, skill guys to the NFL, two good running backs, Javante Williams. They lost to the Denver Broncos. He's making an impact there. They lost some receivers. Dynami Brown, he's with the Washington football team right now. But um, they did lose a ton of good skill guys. I'm blanking out on a couple of the other guys' names from last year, but – they did lose a bunch of skill guys. You can't lose to a down Florida State program two years in a row. That's inexcusable, especially when the Seminoles really ran the exact same game plan as they won a year before. They got blown out by Georgia Tech, who's showing more improvements here. North Carolina sitting at four and three right now. They're one of the biggest head scratchers in the country. Seems like every other week they get a win. Maybe not every other month, like our werewolf says here, but every other week seems they're getting a win or a loss here for the UNC Tar Heels football program. Moving right along, we're going to get into our next one here. We have The Mummy. Some thought he was dead, so he was wrapped up and sent off. Dave, what do you got here for The Mummy? I got um, Wandale Williams, uh, wide receiver from Kentucky. He uh, played his first two seasons at LSU, and he was very um, unspectacular. Um, he only averaged about 400 yards, and he had a combined three touchdowns in 2019 and 2020. But now he's seen to resurrect his career at Kentucky, and uh, he already has five touchdowns, which is almost double what he had his first two years at LSU. And he's already surpassed his average. He's over 500 yards. As Kentucky has been surprising uh, with only the one loss to uh, Georgia. And so that's that's my uh, – um, were we on the werewolf? Was that which one are we doing now? I'm sorry, the mummy, right? Mummy, the mummy. Yeah, the mummy. I'm sorry, the mummy. Uh, it's Wendell Williams of uh, Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky's having a great season here. Kentucky is, um, they are minus one here against Fresno State. I was actually looking at that that game here this week. I have Kentucky favored by six, so that's one we might want to look a little more in depth into. So speaking of my mummy here. Um, this is like a, a player who's who's finding success in their new home, although this guy's not in a new home. He's been around, it seems like, for a long while here. That's quarterback Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh. This is a Dave pick here for us. Uh, Pittsburgh's rolling sneak peek for, for later. Maybe Pittsburgh will be a, a part of our best bet segment for later. But uh, redshirt senior quarterback Kenny Pickett, his draft selection has been a hot topic since he was likely a day three prospect last year. He decided to come back for one last ride. He's catapulted the Panthers into the college football playoff race. They didn't lose that one game to a MAC team, Western Michigan, early in the season. Pittsburgh, we'd have some very strong um, talk for this uh, for this Pittsburgh Panthers team here. I think Kenny Pickett is a first-round prospect. Mel Kuyper agrees. He's boosted his stock beyond belief. So it's not necessarily a new home for him like the Mummy, but – it's his old home that he came back to and got even better in. He made some great improvements 
moving forward. That's Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh. I know, Dave, you love Kenny Pickett. You have any other thoughts on Kenny Pickett before we move on to the ghost? Well, I'll tell you what. I think he's proof that even in the pros, when you have the same offensive coordinator for three years, you're able to build upon it each year. And he and he has, he's had the same offensive coordinator now 30 in a row, and he's really starting to show 21 touchdowns and one interception. And as for the, the uh, college football playoff picture, real quick, uh, Wake Forest is 7-0, and and actually I have somebody we'll be talking about from Wake Forest. And um, that could be an interesting ACC championship game, uh, Pitt-Wake Forest, if, if it comes down to that. If they, especially if, if Pitt has one loss, Wake Forest is undefeated. That would be really good. What a championship that would be. Preseason, I did not expect a Wake Forest-Pitt to be in the conversation for the ACC championship. Got to love it. I know you love it. You're a big fan of the mayhem. but uh, Yeah, the chaos, yeah. <laughs> chaos, chaos. Yeah. Let's move on to our ghost here. So the ghost among his best tricks, becoming invisible and popping up in the most useful places. Dave, why don't you get into your ghost here for us on this Halloween special here at IED Sports? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with, um, as we just mentioned, Wake Forest is going to be um, A.T. Perry. He's a um, wide receiver for Wake Forest. Um, they said he's led the Demon Deacons to a 7-0 record, and he has eight touchdowns in seven games. Um He's he's you know he's really good. He has uh, the size and um, he's uh, been really been a surprising season for Wake Forest and we uh, see if they can keep it up. Uh, he's been definitely one of the reasons why uh, they've, they've been a surprise now. Absolutely, we have uh, Wake Forest wide receiver At Perry, Bolitnikov Award finalist, or uh, someone who's in the conversation. Someone else who I think should be. Oh, that's right. I did get put in the conversation. Yeah, Not necessarily <laughs> as surprising. We're just getting a little feedback here, but uh, we're just moving right along here. I'll get into my wide receiver from Purdue, David Bell. He's got 44 catches, 712 yards, and four touchdowns out of Purdue here. 6'2", 205-pound wide receiver. I don't want to say he pops up because he was he was there last year with Rondale Moore, but um, he makes highlight real catches. He can make the basic plays. He's been targeted heavily over the last few years. He has very few drops on film. He's able to get open from the slot and outside, and his versatility should definitely be considered something positive. Smooth route runner coming in and out of his breaks. This is David Bell, wide receiver out of Purdue. He had a great game last week taking down Iowa. He had over 200 yards in that game alone, 205 yards, I believe. Uh, Solid movement skills. He doesn't seem to create a ton of separation, which is the only real knock on him, but I do believe – David Bell here out of Purdue. He has a somewhat limited route tree. He's going to challenge himself moving forward. He's a natural athlete. He's a state champion in football and basketball in high school and has good speed for the NFL. That's my ghost, David Bell, surprise player of the year. Not necessarily too much of a surprise because he was around before. Maybe even outproduced Rondale Moore, who's with the Arizona Cardinals tonight. But that's my ghost is David Bell out of Purdue. Wide receiver 6'2". 205 pounds. Moving right along here, we have the Headless Horseman. The Headless Horseman is a member of the Undead who's searching for a command center replacement. So uh, this is someone who needs a new coach, the Headless Horseman. I'm going to jump right into this year, and I'm going to talk about a team that needs a new head coach. That's the USC football program. That's Southern Cal. After three years of spec- speculation, USC fired Coach Clay Helton. He was 46-24 and 24 with the team. 
He's 49 years old. He had to coach himself off the hot seat when the Trojans lost to Stanford in an embarrassing fashion, 42 to 28, inside the Coliseum. That game really wasn't as close as we thought, but that loss was indicative of the problems that have plagued the USC's program and Hilton's teams over the years. Sloppiness, lack of discipline, and a lack of urgency. So my headless horseman is the USC football program who is in search of their next head football coach. Dave, what do you got here for us? Yeah, I'm going with the Sam Howell because um, he uh, definitely uh, has um, top five potential as a draft prospect, and I think yeah, I think Mac Brown is kind of um, what's I'm looking for. Kind of like uh, downplay his talent. Although, like you had mentioned before, they did lose Michael Carter and Williams to the NFL. Um, but I think uh, the Dolphins has been a major disappointment. How has not played. Well. Uh, I think expectations, and it's funny because uh, it's interesting in the NFL because him and Brad were both uh, definitely underachieved this year, and we'll see if what the NFL scouts think if that status or not. Absolutely, yeah. Headless Horseman Sam Howell, QB out of UNC, definitely has the talent there. 